you doing today, Paul? You seemed a little stabby before I started hitting recording. Not doing good, Brad. You're familiar with the Cory Doctorow and shitification concept, right? That um, products and services, in particular uh, in personal technology, start off as a win-win. They mm -hmm. benefit the user in whatever ways. You go to Facebook and you connect with your friends and family. And then over time, gets crappier and crappier and crapper. And you, you might notice some of the crappiness, right? We know Facebook changed the way the feed works. You're like, how come I'm not just seeing recent posts anymore? And then one day you wake up and you realize every single freaking post on this thing is an ad, a sponsored thing, some reel or whatever they call the stupid videos I don't want to see. And you can't turn it off. You can't change it. You can't fix it. And you're like, what have I gotten myself into? And that's in shitification. It happens everywhere. You get Netflix. It's easy to point to Spotify, which has a podcast you can't turn off, and now it's going to have audiobooks you're not going to be able to turn off. That I, I none of which I want. I, I would use this app to listen to music. That's a, it's a music app, or it was. Netflix has games, right? Closer to home, Windows, right? I made the case, Windows 11, right? Crapware in the, sorry, in the start menu, uh, ads all over the place, uh, tracking you can't turn off, forced edge usage. It goes on and on and on, and. Um, Last night, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm going to Mexico in a week, and I, I, I need computers that I can use to work on the book for this update for 23H2. And they're all in a different state because another part of Instantification, dude, is CFRs and the way that Microsoft literally randomly applies up like app feature updates to computers now. And I mean like individual features, right? So I have computers that are on 23H2 and have Copilot but not the new Teams app. I've got... Uh, machines that are on uh, 22H2 that do have one of the other things, but not the other. Like, it's freaking stupid. So I uh, I reset a computer last night. It took a long time. It usually goes pretty quick. I don't know what was going on there. But um, I didn't actually get to fully configure it until this morning. And I've, I've seen yet another new behavior I've never seen before. And it is the most horrific freaking nightmare. And I can't, dude, I can't, I don't... I don't even know what to say, and I'll just uh, just to summarize. You know, OneDrive is a big problem in Windows 11. There have been uh, th there are three different versions of OneDrive out in the world. You could have any one of those three. I'm not going to go through that again, but that's a fact. And um, in 23H2, I think everyone knows they're going to start advertising this backup thing a lot more. It's in the Start menu. It's in File Explorer windows. If you go in Word, it will it save something. It will tell you you get a backup. Don't do this. There's all kinds of reasons not to back up to OneDrive, by the way, including like applications that write stuff to like the documents folder. And then you want to sync that between different computers for some reason, because if you install the app on the other computer, it won't even work with that. It will just keep overwriting it every single time you use a different computer. Anyway, Windows 11 introduced this concept where you set it up for the first time. And if you're Windows 11 home, you just get OneDrive backup sync, only the three of the five folders, but you know, again, Microsoft inconsistent. You don't even get to change it. You have to do it after the fact if you can even figure it out. Windows 11 Pro was supposed to give you the choice, and sometimes it does, but I, I install Windows more than anybody, anyone here knows, I bet, and, and I mean by hand, not by script. And that's not true, Brad. Windows 11 Pro sometimes doesn't give you the choice. But last night slash this morning, I witnessed an all new behavior, which was that Windows gave me the choice with Pro. I said no to backup sync. I woke up this morning, installed some apps. I just deleted a shortcut from my desktop and it said, hey, just as a reminder, when you delete from OneDrive, it goes to a recycle bin so you can get it back. And I was like, that's interesting because I told you last night not to sync this folder. And I checked and sure enough, this freaking thing, after the fact, after I had made the choice, started syncing my folders. And I am 
I can't, this is the, you know, and shit, the way in shitification works is it's not something big that happens and it just freaks you out. It's that little things happen over time. And then there's the trigger that finally you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. And this was for me, the trigger. I, I've, I've written so much about how important OneDrive is because it is and how you, you should use it if you're a Microsoft guy, because you should, but they're making it, you know what I mean? They've, they've crossed the line. There's the pro and the con column. You know, Windows 11, it's gotten close. I think OneDrive, it just hit the point. It's about to. And I, I, don't, think, I don't think any normal users, mainstream, non-technical people even notice, right? They'll just wonder one day why their OneDrive is filled up. And they'll start paying Microsoft a little bit, I guess. Right? Because that's the solution. Feel better? No. I, this is the most awful thing in the world. And when people tell me, <laughs> no, like, that might be like, a little oh, over dramatic. You're always freaking out about blah, 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 whatever. Like, I, do, do people not understand what's at stake here? Like, seriously? Like, are we, is anyone going to argue against this? Uh, this is, this is, this is malicious. This is, you know, like when you say, I want to use Chrome as my browser and it uses Edge sometimes. Malicious, yeah, that's right? This is, this is maybe even worse. I mean, maybe it's, it's certainly as bad. I'm tired of everything I use turning to shit. It's such a stark contrast to when I load up throughout.com and what do I see as a puppy jumping through some leaves? See, pretty Just happy, fun, yeah, fun. Dolly a lot of these problems would be solved if, um, there were options to turn them off. Yes, right? that would be. And if, when you did that, it respected it. No I respect this company's right to make money. I'm not trying to suggest that OneDrive or Microsoft should be like a charity. Just give us stuff. But this should be uh, relationships should be win-wins, right? Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be toxic. Well, right. they're putting ads in Copilot now, so you got that going. I mean, that's well, that's the least surprising. You had thing. to know this was coming, right? Yeah. When they said it was free, what did you think they meant? It's an online service that costs them a lot of money. You know. Yeah. Does cost a lot of money. You watch? You ever watch the show Modern Family? Nope. <laughs> yeah, so I never did either. And um, we try to find some thirty-minute thing we can watch every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, hold on, my daughter's writing me with tech support things now. Um, and you know, it's hard finding something that's good, right? Yeah. We've, we've we've run the rack on all the shows that are truly good and worth watching, right? You know, Seinfeld, Scrubs, whatever, all the good shows. And a bunch of people recommended this one to us, so we tried it. And we're actually, it's fine. It's a sitcom. You know, it's got all the stupid sitcom tropes. Beautiful mm -hmm. women married to plain men. Um, people have to be smart in this situation and dumb in this situation. You know, it's fine. You can kind of get over that. But there's a, one of the wives uh, was just having a really bad day, and everything fell apart, and stuff was falling off the of walls. And she finally yelled out this thing we've all yelled, which is that everything is shit. <laughs> and I was like, yep. And that's that's... That's what this is. This is the heartbreak that is personal technology, you know? Well, more personal technology is coming today with the Googles. Yep. You know, someone's yeah, got to be optimistic around here. It's. Yeah, I'm going. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I know it's going to be a material improvement. It's Google, though, so they can, mm -hmm. you know, you can't trust their reliability stuff. We'll see. They're supposed to raise prices like everyone else. Um. Arguably another form of inshitification. Uh, it's hard to say if it's warranted or not, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm. I mean, 
they'd really have to screw it up for me not to order a, a, a pro, right? But it's Google, so I always, I'll hold out that chance. You never know. Well, at least maybe <laughs> this know. time you can order the right size case, you know, maybe. Maybe steps. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to stab back. I mean, you've been doing a lot of stuff. I'm just, just sure. trying no, to be. I, as... I, listen, I'm, I'm, I try to be as open about my own flaws as I can be. I mean. The, uh, uh, the other interesting thing that happened yesterday actually came from Google. Mm-hmm. Where they're talking about this new uh, getting, as you said, serious about unwanted bulk email. Yeah. The, there's a lot of stuff in there, especially from the Stardock side. We'll have to make some changes. I'm not mm-hmm. losing sleep over this. But the thing I found interesting is that they partnered with Yahoo. <laughs> not not Outlook, not the other large yeah. email service. Yahoo to build out this functionality. So that was... Well, they wanted. To, I, I think they want to make it a standard of sorts, do. right? And you got to... I mean, I don't know how many Yahoo accounts. I, mean, I guess, did AOL say no? <laughs> I mean, it's it's like... Obviously, when you hear this, when you think about the space, you think Microsoft, and mm-hmm. there is a continued dysfunction, and I believe it's pretty one-sided on Google's part, to just not working with Microsoft, you know? Yeah. Um, if you talk to the browser guys in Chromium, I bet they would be very complimentary to Microsoft. They've pretty bald-facedly just taken features from Edge, and I, I think they like the work that Microsoft's doing in that space, but they're like this tiny little part of the company down in the corner, and uh from the leadership on down, there's just this institutional distrust and hatred of Microsoft, which is based on 20 plus year old behavior, completely different company, completely different time. And it sort of ignores the fact that Google today is so dominant in so many areas. Then again, our, the CEO of Microsoft just showed up and crapped all over them in court. Yeah, so say, uh, like, uh... it's not going to get any better, is it? <laughs> so, um, so there you go. Yeah, you don't want to work with Apple either. Well, I, I mean, you're paying them a lot of money, so maybe they would be more. I know, I know. I, I, I bet they do want to work with Apple, actually. And because the stuff that came out in court was very complimentary to Google, right? Mm-hmm. From Apple, they, you know, this is it's a weird thing. You get these guys on the stand, they have to tell the truth. And Apple's a lot more complimentary to Google than you would think from their public stance. And uh, Microsoft is a lot more critical than you would think from their public stance, right? Oh, yeah. I think um, there, was, there was definitely a time in Apple's history where they were really angry at Google, mm-hmm. right? The whole Android but they, thing. they meaning Steve Jobs, right? Yeah, Steve Jobs. Like the whole Android thing was obviously right. a big issue for yeah. them. But now that we've gotten past like, okay, Android's going to exist and iOS mm-hmm. is going to exist and they're going to mm-hmm. be happy side by side in a marketing sure. sense, marketing speak. Um, they're no longer really enemies because, like, they've got their established well, base. It's you not have to realize change the much. there's a symbiotic relationship there, it right? Is. Like, yeah, I understand Apple not being happy with Google copying them with Android. I mean, who wouldn't understand? That's understandable. Right. But on the other hand, their existence now, first of all, Apple is in, in devices and that stuff is infinitely more uh, profitable than Google is. So they, in the United States, own like 50 percent of the market somehow, which is incredible. Whereas it's more like 20% everywhere else in the world or in other places uh, or less, I don't know. And um, they're in a great place, right? So the existence of Google is the, and vice versa actually in this space, is the excuse you can use to regulators to justify your behavior. Because mm-hmm. you can say, well, they're doing the same thing. Or uh, we have to do that. We're not, we, we don't have a monopoly, see? You don't have to hold us to this rule because these guys are 50% or 80%, depending on where we're talking about. So what's the question? I don't understand what you're complaining about. Um, Google is the best thing that ever happened to Apple in the mobile space, as it turns out. And uh, let's not forget the tens of billions of dollars a year they make off of search, right? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, it would. I think it would behoove Apple to work with Apple on this kind of um, email thing, right? 
-hmm. It would benefit their users. Like, why wouldn't you do it? I don't know. Why don't they fix the green and blue thing in messages? That would benefit the users too, Brad. But, you know, there are these calculations you make, uh, I guess, when you compete. <laughs>